dropping that knowledge on you. I could not make this shit up. With Kev Nash. Oh, Hercules, Hercules. And DJ Killer Kev. Uh-oh. Let me tell you, boys, you can't make that shit up. The inside. Real deal, straight up. Are you crazy? Hottest <laughs> stories from the world of hip-hop. This is ludicrous. It's the big boss, Rick Rouse. What up? It's your boy, Young Jeezy. This is 50 Cent. Sports. Some of those dogs are the most incredible dogs I've ever seen. And what's popping in the DYT. I couldn't make this shit up. I couldn't make this shit up if I tried. I'm sad that I lack the talent to make this shit up. Here's Kev Nash and DJ Killer Kev. We live. Oh, we yeah. back. Oh, yeah. It's the return. Yeah. You can't make this up, podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Episode 84. Yeah, man. 84? 84, man. Wow. We really got to start planning that 100 pod episode. Like, oh, yeah. For, it's, we got to get that coming. underway. We got to get that planet underway, man. It's coming. Well, bro, what's up, man? It's been a minute. It has. I feel like it's been a while. We, we Definitely. Had a, we had a busy uh, busy week. Yeah. So, yeah, it's glad to be, uh, I'm glad to be back in the building. I woke up with four hours of sleep, excited. So, Podcast Sunday, baby. Podcast Sunday, man. Yeah. OH. I O. You already know. Yeah. Uh, congratulations How about on them multiple rams? accounts. <laughs> Multiple counts, man. Multiple counts, dude. Shout to my alma mater, man. Trotwood Madison, Division Three State, motherfucking champs. <laughs> Talk yeah, your I, shit. Yeah, I'm talking my shit. <laughs> I seen your post on yeah, Facebook. I've been so busy, man. I, every year, it, it's it's a good thing. Trotwood been playing good ball the last couple of years. They've been in the mix, but every year when it's playoff time, it's gig time. So mm-hmm. I, I can never get to a game. Every game this year, I've had a gig. Mm. So I couldn't get to a game. I ain't seen him play none this year. The either. one, the one game that I could have gone to, but when you ain't in the mindset of trying to get to him because you're so busy, was the weekend uh, Thanksgiving weekend when Smoke was home. Ah, we was literally sitting on the couch at like six thirty, seven o'clock, and I'm like, oh, the g-. I'm like, we could have went to the game today. We were just chilling, and it was just ah. like, slipped my mind. But that's the only one I probably could have went to was the uh, semifinal game in Pickle. Mm-hmm. Shout to my Rams, man. I'm proud of them boys. They. I know, like, Big Carry and JG, the coach, Jeff Graham. Yes, sir. They put in a lot of work with these boys throughout the year, man. And, and I see them doing community stuff, going to church. They be doing, uh, you know, cleanups at people, you know, at, at vacant properties. I mean, mm-hmm. They do a lot of stuff in Dayton and in Trotwood, you know. Right. And it's, it's good to see a, a chunk of our community in that space, man. So I, I always, like, I love seeing, seeing the people that I grew up, up under, JG, Big Carry, all them guys, man, they, they – They've been around since I was in high school, uh-huh. and they're still doing it, man. So I, I shot them guys out and shout out them Rams, man, for being them state champs, baby. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I'll tell you a quick story, man. Um, my high school, we won state championship, not in football. <laughs> not in football. In basketball, my senior year, class of 97, and uh, I just was at my class reunion. So me and my homeboy, uh, Austin, we went down to the state championship game it was like kind of like our first time well definitely my first time driving on the highway yeah you know what i'm saying from cleveland <laughs> to columbus uh-huh. that's when they used to play at the uh, uh, sh- uh not at the shop what's the old one uh value city nah, no uh uh st john's st. arena john, st. John. that's when they used to play at st john's arena or whatever so it was like my first time driving on the highway driving at night, like a caravan of us going down there. Yeah. It was just like, wow, like can't believe that was so long ago. And then I thought about it last night when uh, you guys brought back the state championship. Yeah. So it's always a dope feeling. It's something about like your high school. Because I know for me, I wasn't like the most enthusiastic person about high school while I was in high school. But now, you know, I follow all the sports uh, from my high school on Twitter. I always keep up with everything, like from swimming to field hockey to the track team, you know what I'm saying? Of course, the basketball team, which is my high school is known for. So I always, I'm always pulling for him. So I was real happy, especially for you and my homie Big Kev, who I work at the station with. He's also a Trywood yeah, alum. So you yeah. know what I'm saying? Me not actually being from the city, but knowing people that went to Trywood, I feel happy for y'all that y'all finally got that championship done. Because I know Mayor, Mayor Mary, 
she always has to move the Christmas tree lighting because it seems like the boys is always going to the state championship. Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying, they was coming back. The bride's made it a couple of times, but now they're yeah. coming back as the bride with that chip, with that trophy. Congratulations to them, man. It's yeah. super dope. Last year, man, to lose in that state, in that state championship and then to grind it out undefeated this year. Mm-hmm. 15 Beat some D1 schools. Beat be some quality teams. That's, I wanted to go to that game yeah. versus Wayne because yeah. that was the one on my I was like, man, that D- might be the one. I was one. DJing a huge Uber. That's what made it even. I was just like so close, you know, so close but so far, man. So yeah, man. Speaking of DJing, bro, you had a big gig over the weekend. Man, I had a busy weekend, and I had, uh, of course, my old school groove night with, oh! uh, with ninety two point one WROU. Uh, shouts to them. We had our old school groove. Change of plans. I want to hear about the beef. <laughs> so yeah, that. We'll get, yeah, let's get, we'll right get to the good. It. We'll get to all we'll, that nice right and stuff. It, I want to hear the beef. So let me tell you what happened. So. Y'all know me, man. I'm a nice guy. I don't, I don't want no trouble. I'm, I'm chilling. So I'm, I'm DJing the old school groove. Everything's going well. This is my like fifth one. So I'm in the pocket. Yeah. I, I, I know what they like. You know, I, I know what they want to hear. Line dances. Exactly. They wanna, <laughs> my line dance catalog is thick now. I, I can handle a line dance party. Okay. But um, going through the night, everything's going well. And this dude come up to me and he like, it's, a, it's like a, it's like 11, 10, 30, 11 o'clock. And he like, I, um... He like, I've been here since nine and I ain't danced all night. I'm like, why is that? I'm looking at him like, why is that? And he just he was like, You playing all this, I forget what he, the word he used, but like you playing all this headbanger music or something of that nature. <laughs> but I'm playing line dances and the dance floors. He had to walk through people to come tell me all this. Snake through there, huh? Yeah. So I'm like, oh well, okay, well, uh let me if you wanna hear something, you just tell me what you want to hear. You know, give me a song. You know, and I went back to DJing. Playing songs. I'm probably playing like I'm mixing it up, not not line dance after line dance, but I'm mm-hmm. probably playing a line dance every 10, you know, yeah. five to 10 maybe, like just every 15, 20 minutes I'm squeezing one in. And uh, playing other songs, and I just hear, like, he had this loud-ass voice, and he like, <laughs> turn this bullshit off. He's screaming. Whoa. Screaming. So then I left it alone, still playing. Next song I play, he comes to the stage, and right in front of me scream like, come on, man. So now I'm now now I'm just you know I'm I'm either cold or hot it's one one way or the other so I just cut the music like what motherfucker like loud as hell in the club cut the music and <laughs> scre- screamed it right back at him so now everybody's like you know looking over at me and he just standing there and I'm like yeah and I turned the music back on so then <laughs> I didn't see him for the rest of the night I don't know if he got put out or where he, if somebody took him out well but you think he was drunk yeah I think he okay. was just drunk and just. Being a young dude in that in that environment, I I get the sense sometimes that these people because I've had like one or two guys come up to me with this like I'm your daddy demeanor, <laughs> talking to me like heart like you just, that, that tone you yeah. Know? And for me, I'm gonna keep it 100 with my pie. For me, I struggle with that because I was raised in a single household with my mother. Yeah. So like I I don't. I don't know what that like authority figure, father figure. I had father figures, but it's a lot different than that nine, that twenty four hour yeah. being home. So I didn't have that. So like when a, when a, when a man raises his voice at me, like it makes me raise my voice at him. Right. No matter no matter the age, nothing. So for him to be doing that, it got my dander up. And then some people that was there that that, that been coming my age. I've been and I and I appreciate their support, man. They they've been showing up. They came on there on the stage. Like don't let him. Don't let him do uh, get you down or get you frustrated. You doing your thing. You rocking. We having a ball. It's my birthday. You know, all that stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. So to get as much as you get that hate. How old you think the dude was? Oh, he was about sixty five. That's what it is, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it is, yeah. man. You know, we some young cats. We definitely doing our thing, and you stepping into that realm. They feel like, who this young motherfucker? Yeah. He don't know what he's doing. So they got preconceived notions about you already. No exactly. matter how dope you are, no matter how dope you rock a party, how long you been DJing, they still want they DJ so-and-so, who they got a good rapport with, who's their age. Right. So no matter what you did, he was going to have a stick of his ass. Exactly. So yeah. let that old motherfucker go drink his uh, gin and tonic <laughs> exactly. in the corner. <laughs> I ain't and never, let you turn up. I ain't never been a punk, but I ain't never been like the person that had to show that I'm not a punk. You right. know, like I'm cool with however you feel about me is fine. But it's like when it's directly and especially if it's in front of people, I don't know. It's just something about like 
about that tone where it's mm-hmm. like, so now you want to you you want to take it there, so let's take it there. Fuck this DJ end, and shit. What's up? You know what at what the end of the day, you do have the microphone <laughs> exactly. and the power to cut the, exactly. cut the party off. I like, put on the Jeopardy theme song over and over <laughs> if, I, if I need to to get my point across. So, man, shouts out to uh, speaking of that. Shouts out to uh, my homie Jay Boogie, man. Whenever we used to be a fight at a college party. He would play like the Jeffersons or the uh, Fresh Prince. Like he would just repeat it until the situation got handled. That's a that's a ploy you DJs yeah. do, man. Y'all yeah. go y'all go wild with the music. My thing was the Jeopardy. I had the Jeopardy theme song. I had the um uh a bleed a bleed. That's all, folks. A little like like all that. Like I. I used to do all that thing when I was like Club Cream in oh, those days, man. But you know, many a fight in there. <laughs> also, before I get off the weekend uh, topic, I also had um, my second uh, Wright Pat Air Force Base I saw Christmas it on the party. And uh, shouts to the it's the AFIC spouses, the training side of the base. They um, have their annual party this year. They made an announcement. They broke a record. They had almost three hundred people there. Dope. So it was a nice turnout. It's always uh, nice to do those. I call them my corporate events, but those are nice because I always get that look. It's kind of the same thing. Instead of it being an age thing or being a young guy, it's this black guy and it's 250 mm. white people. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, is he going to be able to hold us down? Is it like, that reserve that you just, that vibe you get? So I always enjoy that challenge of, yeah, I can I can play uh, some shut up and dance and some and some and some whatever you need. To get through that gig too, so that's always a fun gig for me. So I had that last night. So yeah, it was. Uh, I realized, man. I um, I went Friday lunch to Saturday dinner at, at the event. Is when I realized I had an ace since Friday. So wow, I've been working hard this weekend. Word of advice, not that you need any advice from me on DJing, but uh, you know, Bruno Mars works for everybody. Bruno <laughs> Mars is man. I Bruno str- Mars works for anybody and everybody. Yes. Old, black, white, purple, blue. <laughs> Bruno Mars works. I struggle running through his catalog because it's like I don't want to just Bruno Mars his party out, but he got. I mean, even Uptown Funks and the, you know, all the new stuff, the chunky and the yeah. and the. That's what I like. Twenty four K. I mean, he got hits. That's hits. Really, you see a special on TV. I heard about it. I didn't watch it. My yeah, grandma probably on YouTube, it, man. That's it. Really was a. If it, it got you back to that when artists used to have specials on TV, man. This was like. It had a story, you know. It had some experiences, and he went around Harlem and did some things. And then there was the show, man. And it was just like oh, it was well put together. And Bruno got hits, bro. Hits, definitely, hits. definitely, 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 man. So, so before we get off of it, okay, we was talking about the class of nine seven, right? Yeah. How was you know that twentieth that class sack? reunion? I know that was a, a moment, man. An experience. It was a moment to behold, man. Yeah. Fast forward. Well, rewind rather. This was over Thanksgiving weekend. So, you know, we do the Thanksgiving thing, hang out with the nephew, moms, big bro, grandma, sis in law, wifey, of course, mother in law, doing all that. We mm-hmm. get to Friday. Get the phone call from my homie Demond. It's about mm, 3 30. He fresh off work. He worked third <laughs> shift. Fresh off work. Ready to get to it. He like, yo, what's the what's the play? <laughs> I'm like, it's whatever. It's like if we just gonna do it on Friday, it's whatever. But if we going out tonight, just let me know. I'm take a part now. Yeah. It's like, look, holla at James. Let me know what the play is. I'm taking the boys to go get a haircut. I'm about to go stop by and enter this sneaker raffle because he's a sneakerhead like me. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, can me post it? Give me a ticket. <laughs> anyway. Holla at my man James. He's like, yo, the players, we hitting up the Racino. They got this bar up there. Blah, 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 blah. That's the game plan. Meet at my crib at 930. I'm like, bet. That's what we going to do. Get to my man's crib. It's a spot that we've all been hanging at. We've all drank a little something there. Yeah. And then, then hung out there <laughs> after school, before school, during school hours. Yeah. We've, this is this has always been one of our locales, main locales. Yeah. So it's, it's nothing new. We get there, me and my man James, we drinking, we talking shit, catching up. You know, he lives back down at H-Town. So I didn't know he came in strictly for this. I thought he came with the whole, the wife and kids for the Thanksgiving <laughs> holiday. He's like, no, nah, I touched down at 11 <laughs> o'clock this morning. I fly out at 2 o'clock on Sunday. This is a, a, a destination strictly for the reunion. I'm like, oh, I didn't know. Turn up level in Greece. Yeah, I was like, Turn oh, I thought you would have had to get back to the wife and kids. Like, no, it's everything's a go. 
And he already been saucing it up earlier in the day. I'm like, shit, and then let's go. <laughs> so we get up to the right scene, <clears throat> We in the building, seeing people I ain't seen since the 10-year reunion. Yeah. Seeing people I ain't seen since we walked across that stage in 97. Yeah. So that was super dope. And, you know, when my man's demand get there, we out there politic. We chopping it up with everybody. You know, just seeing faces that we haven't seen in so long. It just brought back a feeling like, wow, you know. It's, it's crazy to think that it doesn't seem that long ago that, you know, we're all in class mm -hmm. and running the hallways, going to football and basketball games and doing stuff that kids would do. But, you know, when you start having that dialogue with somebody and you realize, like, man, your your son is in the 11th grade or, right. you know. Uh, <laughs> About to get up out of that high yeah, school. <laughs> yeah, your, your son is where we were. Or, right. you know, it's just like fashion changes and things like that. So. You know, <laughs> one of the one of the famous lines from that night was unauthorized card games. <laughs> and uh, I bring that up because uh, a certain somebody who shall remain nameless got a proposition amongst our crew to come play cards at their casa. <laughs> and uh, the look on another person's face who's also married he said, no, nah, I'm not participating in no unauthorized card games. <laughs> And uh, we'll go to the spot B. So <laughs> we finally leave the Racino and go to spot B where we run into another flock of our uh, graduating class. And uh, <laughs> it's these certain group of females who uh, never spoke to uh, me and James uh, during our four years of high school, yeah. who was cool with another set of our friends, <laughs> if you know where I'm going. Yeah, yeah. So... And my boy James directly says, like, yo, these fuck it. These bitches ain't speak for four years of high school. They ain't speak at the 10 year reunion. These bitches is gonna speak at the 20. Right. I was like, I'm take that bet. I take that bet. Like, no, they gonna speak. I was like, I take that bet, bro. I won that bet. Them bras didn't speak. James, you owe me a, a five piece on that. And then so we in there, uh, it's a spot called Coventry where, you know. Kind of like the hipsters hang, you okay. know what I'm saying? Like the the the, the hacky sack type yeah. of crowd. But you yeah. know, then that's what makes our high school so great. You know, yeah. it's a it's a, a range of people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It ain't just all niggas. It ain't just all white folks. It ain't right. just all cornballs. It's just a a gray of people. And we all came to hang out, and it was super dope. So fast forward to the actual night. We're going back on the text game, and I knew this was gonna come up. <laughs> Hey motherfucker, what you wearing? <laughs> I was like, oh man, I'm I'm regular. I'm a reunion type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, don't be coming in there trying to kill niggas or whatever. I'm like, man, I'm coming me. I'm gonna come as right. me. Y'all know killing what I since do. 97, huh? Like exactly. Y'all know how I dress. That's how I'ma dress. Right. Uh, the homie come back. It's hoodie season. That's how you dress. That's exactly what I expect. So I come in there. I come in my my black suit with the with the joint, and the niggas is like, "Oh, this nigga trying to motherfucking chase some bitches." So I'm like, "I ain't trying to take nobody on." Y'all niggas ask why I get down. This is how I get down. This is a right. normal you thing. You know what this me. is. You know it's how I get down. <laughs> so we get to the spot, man. The spot is dope. It's uh at a spot called a loft in downtown Cleveland. It was super dope. I haven't been to the flats in years. Mm. And I saw you experience some of that flat wind. Yeah. You, whoo, whoo, <laughs> was hitting was hitting my uh slacks rather yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. rather viciously. But uh, you know, the layout was dope. It was uh, you know what I'm saying, open bar all the way up until eleven o'clock, was dope. pouring it up. So many faces, so many people that weren't at the the meet and greets that we got a chance. Well, I, everybody got a chance to see each other. My homie uh Alex who lives out in Denver, Colorado now. Well, I think it's Aspen now, man. Like, him and I have known each other since, like, the sixth grade. We were in special classes together, you know, and uh, it's just, you know, I went to school with everybody, but I was in a special class, you know, and to be, to see somebody that I ain't seen basically since those classes, it was like, man, I ain't seen you, like, hung out, hung out since, like, you know what I'm saying, ninth grade, you know. Right. Once you get to high school, you kind of, Start packing up into your yeah, fives you, and six yeah, groups. Yeah, that's what happens. Fives, yeah. And, you know, being in a classroom with somebody for for basically three to four years, and, you know, you start to separate. But, you know, saying you see that face and, you know, man, I thought somebody else from our classes would be here. But they weren't, which is, which is all good, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it was cool to see him and chop it up with him and his wife. They got kids and everything like that. So that was super dope. 
See my boy Danny Evans, one of the first people I ever met in elementary school. Yeah. Uh, my my guy Keith Chambers, who ran track at Ohio State, now is a track coach out in California. It was just dope. It was yeah. just dope. It, it got to be like my class is really close. Like every year we meet up around Christmas time because mm-hmm. that's usually when everybody comes back to the area. Right. And we'll just have like a a, a lunch on a you know a couple of days before Christmas, a like a brunch type of meetup. But I love the fact that, like, when we meet up, it's always somebody that didn't come or hasn't mm-hmm. been able to come right. or comes. And it's like, yeah, the last time we talked, it was like we were sophomores or we were right. juniors. And it's like 20 years, man, people retire from the military, retire in 20 years. 20 years is like, to, to me, it's like that 20-year reunion is like the the, the true graduation to mm-hmm. where you really now are the next one. You're, that you're the next, You're the next generation that's moved on. Like, you— you you've twenty years removed from high school, man. Yeah. Like I just wanted to ask you, what would high school kid if he walked in here right now say to this kid today? As far as like what like what advice would would, would high school kid give you? Oh man, give, give, I, give I, Kev, I don't even man. know, man. I I would have more. This kid would have more advice for that kid. To yeah. be honest, yeah. I would I would tell the younger me, you know. Don't be in your shell so much. Yeah, open your eyes a little bit more. Don't don't. Don't be content on like, yo, this is my crew and this is who I fuck with. Yeah. You know. It's so much out there. It's man. so much out there. You know, I was cool with everybody. Yeah. But like, I realized they're like, yo, man, it's it's a lot of people here that, yeah, I spoke to them in school. We cool in class and that was it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But my circle was just the four. Yeah. Because, I, like I said, I met James was the first person I met. In elementary school, in first grade, me and him have been friends since we were six years old. Wow! Then my homeboy Demond moved across the street from my dad. We went to like Geauga Lake together in like third grade. So boom, now we're friends. Yeah. Then my homeboy Austin moved uh, down the street from my dude James, in like fourth grade. So boom, all right, you friends with him, then we friends. <laughs> right. So they, since like fourth grade, it's been the same for a group of friends. And yeah, I met half friends and other you know right. dudes I'm cool with and. In classes and everything but like group that, chat. but but, you know all, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, is it circles back to them four. Yeah. So I would tell myself, you know, hey, there's other people to talk to. There's right. other people you can bring other people into the circle. They can be cool with y'all too. But for for the younger Kev to tell me, I don't, I have no idea yeah. what the, the younger with me. I probably I just, wouldn't listen to that. Dumb I just wonder, like you know, like yeah, like. My younger, my younger me would come in here and be like, "Boy, I told you to keep the dick in your pants, boy. I told you, I told you." <laughs> the, the younger me would tell me to whip it out. <laughs> right? Keep like, going. Look she, look, she wanted to fuck, man. <laughs> right? Hell yeah. That's the great. younger me would definitely tell me, tell me that. Like, look, nigga, you need to get on that, bro. Yeah, yeah. Man, I wanted to ask you though. Yeah. How was the reaction to the Kevin Hart pod? It was good, man. Like it was nice to see that. Like, oh shit, they got you know they got Kevin Hart on here. I got I got a couple of texts from people that reached out and was uh saying they're proud of our of our grind and they and they you know they 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 check it out. They watch mm-hmm. it. And I got a more likes than normal on the weekly <laughs> post. You know, yeah. I kind of I kind of feel. I try to I, I try to. It's, it's really a fine line of disturbing people and promoting. You know, yes. like so like I try to. You know, expect it on Monday. I'm gonna get you probably one or two more during the week. Try not to flood you every day with it, but like, and then on the other side, promoting is how you promote, how yeah. you create revenue, create whatever you're trying to create yeah. is promoting. You create know? that so, buzz. So it's a, it's a fine line that I that I push. I, I I try to for as many promo posts. I try to give y'all some Kevin Standard for two. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah. so definitely definitely the definitely the promo thing and all that. But for the for the most part, man, it was it was a great buzz. I got some people that's out of the area that's not, you know, uh, somebody that knows Killer Kev as Killer Kev. And they might have known me as a you know, Kevin from the military. They might have known me from, you know, any any type of early on before I was a, a DJ in sports or whatever, and to see them Checking it out is like, yeah, that's it feels good. It feels good that we eighty four weeks in and and we reached to Kevin. We we got a Kevin Hart pie, so super dope, man. Super dope, man. My reaction to it was, wait, what the fuck? Yeah, I got a lot of shit in my inbox yeah. and a lot of texts, and I got inboxes from people I didn't know checked out the pod or people that said like, uh, I check out the pod from every nine then, um, and then like, how the hell did y'all get Kevin Hart? 
yeah. who you know that I need to know. I was like, right. man, I just got a got a guy, <laughs> got a guy that knows a guy. Get you a plug if you ain't got a plug, people. Get that plug. Shout out to the plug for holding us down with that, and uh, people just was as excited as we were. Yeah, and that's and that's what we want to do. You know, what I'm saying as a you know me and the wife listened to the pod like four or five times on the ride. <laughs> uh, up to Cleveland, she was just like, "Y'all had Kevin Hart on y'all podcast." Yeah, like, and normally she don't really get she don't she's not an excitable person. She don't get excited about too much. She's right. super laid back, super chill. Unless it's last night with the Buckeyes, she's real chill about stuff. Yeah. Or you know, what I'm saying it, stuff just don't excite her. It's just who she is. And right. I love her, but just who she <laughs> is. But she's like, "Y'all had Kevin Hart on y'all podcast." That's how my my fan was the the wife. Usually when it's when it's chill time, we just post it up. You know, it, it's always, you know, I'm working on some DJing but watching TV or I'm playing with the kids and she's on her iPad or reading. But this time it was like she sat, came and sat down and was like, turn the pot on. I want to hear the uh, – I'm like, oh, 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 you fuck with me now. You fuck with me now. Okay, let me turn the pot on for you. So, you know, we ran through it. The kids was excited. Like, daddy, you talk to Kevin Hart. You know, like that's – that's those are things that like I, I daydream about the – the weddings I'm gonna have to go through and all those things that I'm gonna have to go through with daughters and it's like they're gonna remember certain parts of my life that's like it so far it's been all right, you yeah. know? So far so far so good. So, you know, those moments are important to me, man. And it was just dope to have the the A the A list celeb um Kevin Kev's pie. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Man, Super that was dope. that was that's major. Yeah. And uh you you talk about promo. I find myself I tried to switch it up. I was like, okay. How can I still promote the pod without just blatantly say, hey, I'm promoting my podcast? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, right. So what I tried to do and what I'm trying to do now is post it on on the uh on the snap mm-hmm. and post it on the um the feature on IG, the story feature. Yeah. So it's it's there for 24 hours. You tap it, you see, okay, got a new pod. So it's not just like Sitting there on your timeline forever in a day, right? You 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 punch on my storyline. Right. You see, I have it. You I, have the ability you're to punching read on it. the storyline. That means you want to exactly. see what I'm doing or what's going on. Hey, just a reminder, we got the pod yeah, out exactly. here. Exactly. Just just mm-hmm. saying what up. <laughs> just nothing. Hope all is well. It's a little little something to see here. Uh, link in the bio. Yeah. You want to check out the. Three Kevin's podcast. Exactly. And, uh, that'll be out there. We might have to repost that. Oh, yeah. Like, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, use what you got. You know our motto. Use, use what, what you got, got to get what you want. Mm-hmm. I just think, man, we got to come up with another way. Well, not another way. Uh, all right. We done had Kevin Hart. We done had Tony Rock. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We had some, some celebrities. Yeah. Who else you want to get on this podcast? Maybe I can talk to the plug. Yeah, man. We got to. We gotta get some. Well, I my my goal. I'm gonna give y'all one of my promo tactics. Okay. My goal is to get that celeb that just had like a something buzz, and we three weeks removed from it. So it's like it's close enough. We can grab it and still talk about it, mm-hmm. and that will bring the you know the interest maybe. But like I, they have to be. I want them. I want them to fit into the currentness of what we're doing. You know, yeah. the our current topics. You know, we. If you really been a part of this pod, man, you went through the election with us. Mm-hmm. You know, you went through uh, numerous black tie events with. I mean, we, oh, we, yeah. we, our lives and what and how we rock. You know, you y'all been a part of it, and it's like we we you we're doing the things that we like to do. We bringing the people what they want, and it's like it's just getting better. Like yes. we we are we are growing. You know, we are moving up, and the I, I just want the celebs to be that too. I want them to like. We could reach out to some people we know and probably just get a name yeah. that you know, but it's like, Fit. yeah, let's make it. Let's try to make the 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 decision make sense for growing. Mm-hmm. So that's how I look at it as far as who I will want. You know, it's like, give me that person. Give give me the the six man. You know, I want the six man that's gonna get twenty seven minutes. Yeah, that's that's how I look at it. So. Well, I'll let people behind the curtain. I am working on getting us an interview. With somebody that's super dope. Mm. Somebody that's in media who has a tremendous buzz, mm. uh, a co host of a certain show, mm. uh, does some stuff. Does the show MTV. have three hosts? It has three hosts. Yeah. Okay. So I'm working yeah. 
working on it. That sounds working like, the channels. Yeah. So, uh, you know. That, that would be godsend. Yes. That would be super <laughs> clutch. And, yeah. just, and, and, that's, and that's why it's so important for uh, everybody that rocks with us to share the pod. Yeah. To give us give us a review. You ain't yeah. got to give us a five-star review, but just a review. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Your honest review on the pod because, you know, believe it or not, that type of stuff helps us promote, helps us get those other guests that we want to interview. Yeah, help us go own. into that meeting with a portfolio, yeah. with, a, with a catalog of... Uh, we're not just interviewing the local uh, star that's hanging outside the gas station now, mm-hmm. struggling with life. You know, yeah. we we are we are genuinely getting the leaders of our community, mm-hmm. people that do things for others in our community, and uh, a lot more than they do for themselves sometimes. And it's like even the AAU guys we had on here, man. Yes, the, sir. These kids need somebody, need a big bro to look up to, need a need a coach that 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 they know ain't gonna give them. Give them no slack and gonna push them. So, yeah, all that, all that, man. And you all know what else I want to get on the pod one day? She's gonna break down and come on this pod. I'm related to her by marriage. Yeah, we're gonna I'm gonna get her on this podcast, man. Yeah, we're gonna have to do it. I gotta man. get. Well, basically, I'm gonna have to trick her on the coming. Basically, I probably <laughs> could have got her on here today, but she was being lazy at the house. But maybe anyway, a, maybe a Valentine's Day pod. Yeah, she won't do that. I'm, gonna have to, <laughs> I'm basically gonna have to. Win a bet to get her on here, basically, <laughs> and and she doesn't bet things that she knows she's not gonna win. So basically, I'm probably gonna have to beat her at bowling or you know what I'm saying something to, to get her on here. So I'm gonna get her on here, dog, yeah, and, yeah. and I want you to grill her because she don't answer none of the questions I ever ask. Her. <laughs> All right, moving on. All right, the I'm not a racist rap. Yeah, man. Now I'll give you this. I saw it. And I didn't listen to it mm-hmm. on purpose. Yeah, I stayed away from all chatter about it. I stayed away from all articles about it. I don't even know who came up with the idea because I literally just listened to it. What we're about thirty-two minutes in. I listened to it about forty minutes ago. Uh. I didn't want anything to change my opinion on it. Yeah, I didn't want anybody swaying my thoughts. I wanted it to be real as possible. Yeah. So, on first listen, because I only listened to it once. Yeah. So I didn't give it the the two over the three over right. and take it to, to the lab or anything like that. My first reaction to it was, "Damn." Yeah. Because <laughs> it come on like, "Woo." <laughs> yeah. And and the biggest thing about it for me, a lot of the stuff is true. Mm-hmm. But when you hear those true words. Coming out of a person that's white, it makes us feel a type of way. Mm-hmm. But I've heard those same words come out of my mom's mouth, right? My brother's mouth, my uncle's mouth about nickels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and what we need to do, and everything like that. Yeah. And then when you heard the the young brother give his verse, it was cool. But the white person shit was way more interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. He, I feel like he could have came a little harder with with, with the response ish rap line. Mm-hmm. But um, when I when I checked, so so let me let me build, build this up because I was in that space and it was just like a perfect a perfect storm. So I'm uh pretty much caught the last I would say four or five of This Is Us. Ah, so so the wife, welcome. yeah, the wife really. I, I sprinkled through some of the first episodes, but like a lot of the story about like you know the the younger story when they're all young, and then when they're all in their own lives going through their stuff, and then like one story too, like each mm-hmm. each story, she was able to kind of like bring me in on some of the holes that I was missing, but like so I had I was I had watched like two of those back to back, okay. And uh, she's she's in there, and I can just hear her like going like oh like making noises and <laughs> and talking. I'm like, who are you talking? Like, what are you doing? You know, what are you listening to? And she comes in here like, you gotta watch this. So when when people come in in 2017, when somebody said, hey, you gotta see this, mm-hmm. in my mind, I'm expecting 15 seconds, maybe a minute. You know, like I was doing something. So it was like you come in here with this long video. I'm like, I'm not Six watching minutes. this. Yeah, I'm not watching this right now. I'll watch it later. But as I like 
as, as I'm trying to push it out of out of Washington right now, I'm I'm hearing what this dude is saying. I'm like, so I just grab rewind it back because I'm hearing these n words, and mm-hmm. I'm like, so now I watch with it. the er too. Yeah. <laughs> so now so now I'm watching it, and I'm like, man, like it just put me in that like how is it Randall? Is that his name on, on This yeah. Is Us? How he uh, how he was talking for those I don't want to spoil it. It's just a little ten second spoil. It ain't, it ain't a big spoil. It don't but, matter. I saw it, so it's yeah. all good. <laughs> but, but how how he uh, was talking about when he was young in the car when he went to go visit. Uh, I think it was Hampton. Yeah, and then he was talking about just feeling awkward his whole life because it was a situation where his dad was coming to get him with his friends and all that. Yeah. So just that awkwardness of of he thought it was because he was white. He felt a certain way, or he felt that Randall felt like younger i've been feeling like this my whole life yeah so like me being mixed i'm I'm always like it's i was raised in a black community Mm -hmm. but when i go home for holidays when i'm in my intermediate family it's white people Mm -hmm. so i'm always like really wanting to dig in and know like do you really fuck with me or like (laughs) my friends or you know what i'm saying like People that look like me, or is it like, do I get a pass because you know I'm in this fam? And like, so right. like, I've always had those little res- reservations. And to hear a white person talking about the things that they feel black people do that are right, wrong, or, in, or, or different, and vice versa, it's like, I've been saying that shit my whole life. You know, like I've been that, I've been that kid that's listening to hip hop, pulling up to the to the house where my uncles are playing country, like old school country on the mm-hmm. guitar. You know what I'm saying? Or my grandma's in the garden pulling out vegetables because we about to cook. Or my grandfather's putting fire, cutting down firewood to put in the fireplace for the wind. You know, like, like I was those things that I, that how I was raised in my intermediate family, which was in the same city of Troutwood, mm-hmm. was totally different than like when I'm leaving my family events and going in my regular days. I'm around 95 percent black people. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it was just that whole whole feeling, that whole vibe. Watching that, it just put me in like. Yeah, but it it is tough to feel uncomfortable for a period yeah. of time, and it is tough. But like, th- to me, I looked at it like this was a way to bring light to just like we are different, yes. but we can we we can get along and work it out if we just try. You know, that's kind, kind of what it felt like. So I, I I enjoyed it for that. Some people dig into it a little too much for me. You know, some people try to make. What's it. been some of the feedback? Because like I said, yeah. I purposely stayed away from all the feedback because I didn't want anybody anybody's views to be like well yeah i feel that way right. I, didn't, I didn't i wanted mine to be authentic i think i think i think what the gist of it what i got is everybody and this is this is exactly why this mate is important because everybody wants to push their own agendas or opinions on someone else's agenda or opinion true so because you have an opinion about something or want to express it a certain way that doesn't give you the right to say i was wrong or right doing it you know it's let that let, let it just be my opinion you know and, and move on but it, it was a lot of the whole the whole, um, you know, the res- the response, you know, pe- people wanted to add more to it. You know, he he didn't really dig into this, that, and the third, or what what um, the white guy was saying. Like that was those were just like topic heads. They didn't dig into the content of what you know what this, that, and the third. It just, it just felt like everybody wanted to make it more. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's exactly why they did that. Absolutely, they did that video to get black people and white people talking about the topic that, that they brought up. And let's evolve these topics more and more to where we can get an understanding about the topic. Right. So I, I personally think it was a genius way to put. I mean, that's and right now that's how easy it is right now to get whatever you like. If you want to be famous, if you want to be in that in that in that lane, mm-hmm. you have the opera. You have more opportunity than ever. Very I mean, creative. I yeah. would definitely say that. And I would say the biggest line of the whole song was said by both guys. The white guy and the black guy. Um, it feels I can't remember exactly. As I said, I only listened to it once. But I feel like we're in the same building, but we're on different floors. Yeah, they both said the, basically the same thing, and that's exactly that's the key thing. Yeah. That's the key thing. We're not on the same page, and people in general need to have a dialogue. Yeah, and the dialogue can't be that venom. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It has to got to be open minded enough to have a dialogue and try to see where someone else is coming from. Right. And unfortunately, the the people that actually do the talking and try to talk it out are on one side or the other, and they're so far deep and entrenched in those views mm-hmm. that they won't come together and and have a happy medium. 
See, that's unfortunately. What I, it, it brought me also into the headspace of like riding with my godfather or my uncle. Like, and it could be my white uncle or my black godfather, but like going somewhere and seeing them interact with another race as a child, mm-hmm. just purely off of like, I go to the to this car shop all the time and speak to Jim who fixes my brakes every couple of you know a couple of times a year, and like they can, they can communicate, and it's, it's not so much you can tell they live two different lives, but they talk, mm-hmm. they have built a relationship. They, they, they know he can come in there, hey, motherfucker, you know, he can be talking to you in a certain way, and he can give you that country response, and they can both laugh and have a good time. But I, what I'm trying to get to is our generation does less talking and more, you know, thumbing, you mm-hmm. know, with our devices. So it's, it, it becomes it becomes where when we get older, are we going to have that relationship with the with the auto shop that, you know, can come, can give us a little love on the price because we, we, we got a relationship with them? Like, are we going to have – People in our community, you know, I can remember going to gas stations or fill-up stations, you know, back in the day, and and hey, Jim, hey, so and so, you know, like they, you know, you you know people, you talking to them, and it's like that is so everybody's so scared and reserved and cautious, which is, I mean, that's, the world has changed. You got to increase that. I I get that from a parent side, but mm-hmm. can, like I enjoy the elevator sometimes, and especially going to Sinclair, you know, like you know, I walk in the elevator and it's a it's a young 21, 22-year-old white girl. Right. I've talked to very few of them in my life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let's just keep it real. I don't know too many. So to be able to be like small talking about something and then two weeks later, small talking. And now I can walk by her like, hey, Sarah. Hey, kid. Right. You know, it's like just, it, you know, it's just small talk. You just nothing, nothing crazy. But it's like just to see one person's view and just talking to people. You know, like I, I've had been in classes with people now that I'm in school and it's like, I'm not the big debate guy. I don't, I don't. I don't enjoy none of that. But like, sometimes when you're in that setting, especially the older you get in life, you know, when you hear a bunch of 20 year olds talking about a topic, and you know that they just 20 year olds talking about a topic, and it's like you got 15 years on them mm-hmm. to give them another side of it. And it's like I've enjoyed that almost like the the big brother mentor or mm-hmm. the or the they they want to hear what I got to say in class. You know, yeah. they, they they they'll be quiet and listen if I'm talking about something. So. Just that whole new, that whole thing, just communicating and talking, man. I think I think that's the gist of what all this was about, man. And it, and it, it, I think it's needed. I think it was dope in the creative sense. I think it was dope in the thought process of of let's do something different. Let's shake up the feathers a little bit. Let's mm-hmm. get you. Let's get your your blood your blood pressure up. Let's get you. Let's get you calm down. Let's get you excited. Let's get you mad. Whatever we got to do. A couple bars in there too. Yeah, let's get you talking. <laughs> so it worked. It's funny you say that, man, because my homeboy AJ he had a post on Facebook uh, after our reunion and uh, talked about how proud he is of everybody and how l- lucky we were as kids to grow up in such a diverse city and high school and everything like that. And he was just, it was dope and odd. And somebody commented on there, basically, man, it, w- it was great to see everybody. It was great to see everybody. It wasn't mm-hmm. just the black people that came to it. You know, it was the, the white students that we went to school with. It was a couple of Muslim students that came out. So it was great to see, like, hey, man, our, our class was this, and our class reunion was reflective on that. It yeah. wasn't just, you know what I'm saying, this segment of the school that came out, you know what I'm saying? Right. People felt welcome enough to come, and that was super dope, and I was happy to see that as well. And to go through 20 years of life and to come together, you know, that's not always easy. That's not mm-hmm. always, you know, I'm sure a few people just couldn't, yeah. you know, with life, with kids, with whatever's going on. and like, But to get everybody in, that, in, a, in the same space and that energy and those stories, man, like, I love that. I that's, love it, man. Yeah. love it. Yeah. So... Our Buckeyes. O-H. I-O. <laughs> Pulled it off last night versus Wisconsin. Obviously, this podcast Sunday. Yeah. And we are taping this roughly about 9, 30, 10 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. You know we why? don't know if we made the playoff. You know why I slept four hours last night? Was that? Because I had to do homework for the podcast because <laughs> I've been so busy that I had to get my sports centers on. <laughs> I had to get through at least two of them just to make sure I retain that information. Yeah. 
Cause uh, I didn't get a chance to watch. No, I didn't get a, a single snap of football yesterday, man. Oh yeah, and and part of the reason is because Tiger Woods is back, baby. Oh shit, I forgot I ain't gonna about that. I don't get into that. it. I ain't gonna get into oh, it. Oh, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Let's get this buck out topic yeah, yeah, out the way. Definitely, we won. <laughs> we won the Big Ten championship. Yeah. We conference champs again. Yeah, over Wisconsin, we did our thing. We had our business. A lot of people wanted us to blow them out, but. You know, don't disrespect the opponent. Yeah. Just don't think like, oh, man, well, last time we played him in the Big Ten Championship, we want to beat him 59 to nothing. Yeah. Hey, man, give them their respect. They wanted to win, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't help that. Uh, I don't know who the hell 17 was for them. <laughs> but, God <laughs> damn, he was balling. He had a pick six, uh, forced two fumbles, and a fumble recovery. I want him on the Steelers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, whoever, whatever your name is, bro, you can play for us. Like, yo, Herb, maybe you can get him to come to Ohio State because he was, he kept him in the game. Yeah. From Damn. The highlight, highlights I saw, I, I kept seeing that number on the, on, like, on, on the screen. <laughs> like, why is he there. making all these plays? Yeah. Can't you just stop? Let us win. So, right. props to 17, and obviously, props to the Buckeyes. The question at hand, okay. Clemson won. They mm-hmm. they won the ACC championship. They're in. They're in. Oklahoma won the Big 12 championship. They're in. They look nice, too. Georgia won the SEC championship. They're in. Yeah, they're so in. it comes down to Alabama mm-hmm. and the Ohio State Buckeyes. Yeah. Who are a conference champion. Bama is not a conference champion. Mm-hmm. Will the Buckeyes make the Final Four? <sighs> this is such a hard question not to, like, like detour off in the other lanes. <laughs> but to try to answer this in the simplest form, in my opinion, you have to put now now, okay, let me say this. <laughs> I know Penn State and Ohio State last year. Yeah, man. I know that Penn State won the uh yeah. Big Ten championship Facts. and the Buckeyes got in. Facts. My whole thing though, if we start not putting weight on a Big Ten championship, if we start, we not already put, did that. We did that last know, year. Yeah, but if we can, that's what I'm saying. If we start not putting, not put it, that this will be two years now. If 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 Bama get in, that a Big Ten championship really don't matter in the grand scheme of it all because you can either win it <coughs> or lose it and get in that top four mm-hmm. if, if it goes down like this. So so if you win and don't get in, one year. But you lose one year and get in, it just to me it put it starts to bring down the value of a Big Ten championship. Facts. So in every well, in, in college football and I'll say college basketball, when we get to the end of the year, these 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 tournaments, these championships, the 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 now of the sport, mm-hmm. it always sways some opinions because you can have been playing great in November. But if you play in shitty in January, you know, in the grand scheme of of a business like college football is, oh, it's a business and marketing and all that. We talk about promo; they promo is on a gazillion <laughs> versus ours. Yes. So, so you got break all game that comes into play to me. So I'll try not to be a homer and say that we got to put some weight on this Big Ten chip, but we got slapped by Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> And we lost to Oklahoma, who's in there. And Bama, they've lost to an Auburn team. What? They lose to Auburn? Yeah, they lost to Auburn by like 14. Yeah. So So basically their loss to Auburn is our loss to Oklahoma. Correct. And then you got that slapping by Iowa. So like the the – so it puts the community. I don't like in a tough where you're going, man. I don't like where you're going. I just think the the, the, the <laughs> I'm not I'm the, not sure I'm liking where you're going, bro. The least <laughs> the least road of friction is gonna be to put these buckeyes in. There you go. That's that that's my short answer. The least road of friction is put these buckeyes in. But I don't know with Bama being number one for what, 12, 13 weeks yeah. of this here season. What you number one for if you go from one to not in? For ninety five percent of the year, you know what I'm saying? It's just it's too much, man. They need to make it six teams with the two buys, man. Man, look. six teams with two buys because it's every this is the fifth year, right? Fifth or sixth year, I believe. I think so. And every year, there's one more team that should have got in. So if we're gonna do it that way, why not make it six? First two get a buy, 
a week after Thanksgiving, we jump off this playoffs, and then we got you know the the, the wild card week, and then we get into it. <laughs> All so, right, this is how I feel. I'm gonna stay consistent, and consistency is the key. Yeah. I did not think Ohio State should have got in the playoff last year Agreed. because they were not a conference champion. Agreed. I believe that Penn State should have been in there because they won the conference and they also beat us. <laughs> so I must remain consistent. Yeah. Ohio State should be in. Yes. The four-team playoff, Bama should not. Yes. Nick Saban shot his shot last oh, night. Oh, he though. shot his shot, bro. <laughs> it's like, they lost by 33 if points. I, if we lost by 30 points, we'd be having this conversation with us. You know, that's and, <laughs> and, and I'll put this out there right now because, I mean, everybody's going to listen to this after we find out if we are or are not in. Yeah. Uh, if we are in, hip, hip, hooray. We did it. Rightfully so. We should be in. But if we are not in, we have nobody to blame. Yeah. But ourselves, and by ourselves, I mean the team. Yeah. Because if you get, as you said, smacked <laughs> by Iowa, you they they put up a double nickel. Yeah. And I mean, it'll be different. Like if they would have lost the, uh, you know, twenty-one seventeen, but you got what is it, fifty-five twenty-four? You got donkey punch. Yeah. So <laughs> if they don't make it, I won't be mad. I will be like, well, you shouldn't have lost the. To Iowa by about thirty something points. Yeah. That's what I'll say. So that's, that's I hope they get in. I think they'll get in. I believe they should be in. But if they don't, I don't want to hear Buckeye Nation saying after the committee when you got in last year right. when you shouldn't have got in. See, that's the thing. Like they, it's already in five years been enough twists and turns in this to where they're. Like, all we want is consistency. Yeah, and that's the biggest problem I have with the committee. You you have these closed-door meetings that the public isn't uh, aware of, and mm-hmm. you give these cryptic answers where people just want to know, like, all right, what's the protocol? What are you judging it off of? Yeah. And that pendulum swings from week to week, not yeah. even year to year, from week to week. All right, this week we feel like this. No, this week we feel like this. No, yeah. it should be something set in stone. These are the parameters. This is what it is. That's why I was always a fan of the BCS where it's a computer. You put in the numbers, it spits it out, and that's what it is. There's no bias in that. A right. computer isn't biased. Right. People have built-in bias. Yes. Period. No yeah, matter can, no matter what. Yeah, you can't you can't sit there and say you're not you're not. You know, even yeah. even in the court of law. Exactly. You know, we see that all the time where some people get get shafted and others don't. You know exactly. what I'm saying? So in the in the same sense, I heard that the reason why I said that is because I heard John Jonathan Villama say that last night. You know, just consistency is all that we ask for. If you gonna if you're gonna tell these boys to compete in the Big Ten mm-hmm. to Ultimately, try to win your uh, side of the conference. Then get, win the conference. Get, get a chance to get into that championship game. Like, if you're going to put all that pressure on them and then not reward a championship, then you could just tell them week one, hey, Don't even we play. get one loss, brothers. Maybe two. But just play ball. Because nothing else really going to matter to me. Right. I'm, I'm outside looking in if you're not going to put weight on winning a power conference championship and the big 10 whether every year we might might be the bottom of that power list but the big 10 is the big 10 man. and the big 10 just as much as the sec is the sec the big 10 is the big 10 and they both love football equally and they're both respected conferences but championships have to matter otherwise you're making Why are you even it, playing? Yeah, you're make you're making it to where you, you can you, you can not win you can get second place and then get first place Right, like I said, with the lad when we uh, had Justin on, uh, the committee manufactures matchups. They make the matchups based off of what they want to see and what they want to have for their business partners. Who is ESPN? Yeah, they manufacture it. So honestly, as a viewing standpoint, they're not gonna lose anything if they pick Ohio State or Alabama because both of them have rabid fan bases who's gonna watch like crazy. 
But and both and both sending emails if they don't get in. Yeah, they're both, gonna go. They're gonna Twitter. go ballistic. Yeah. It's it's going down. I might we, actually I might actually email the committee if they don't put the Buckeyes in just to yeah. ask the question. Like, <laughs> what's the value of a championship? Maybe anymore? we can have them come on the podcast. Hey, we'll, we'll, we'll do numbers. I know somebody that, that knows some people in the business across hey, the hall. <laughs> I know some people that know some people. One more thing before we slide up out of here. Yeah, your boy, Tiger 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 Woods. Y'all. Hey man, listen. Me and uh, OPZ uh, had a little comment about this. I put Tigers back. You know, I'm all hype. O told me to pump the brakes, be easy. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't getting on ship yet. And I'm trying hard not to, like, let one weekend of Tiger get me back on board with just the Tiger that, I, you know, made me fall in love with golf. But to see somebody that you really have followed – from the moment you started, the reason why you picked up a club is you saw somebody that looked like you doing it, you mm-hmm. know, and that and that was a, it made it okay for you to pick that club up and try that sport. To see the rise and fall of one of your one of your favorite people in the sports world, uh, and then come back and, and he's playing good golf, you know. I mean, he's he's looking different. He's he's uh he's repaired. He got to me. You got millions of dollars. You should be able to do that. You should yeah. be able. You should be able to get the best of the best. At all times, I mean, the best toilet paper, <laughs> I'm talking the best of whatever you need to get back. And I know stories of Tiger, I've read a lot about him. He has so much money that he brings his bed set. I heard that. To every tournament, like whatever house he rents, his bed's coming because he has to be sleeping the same way because of all the injuries he was having. Man. So, but see him back playing good golf, man. I'm excited for today. Let's see that Tiger red shirt out today. I know it's going to be the <laughs> hottest Nike shirt out this year, whatever he wears today. But uh, he's back, man, and he's playing good golf, and I'm just hoping that he can just get through tournaments healthy. And if he can do that, Tiger is going to have a chance next year. I saw – I wish I would have known this shit. I'm so pissed. I saw before the tournament started, Tiger's odds to win the Masters was 100 to 1. After the second day, (laughs) his odds now are 15 to 1. So if you got that $100 bet in on that 100 to 1, boy, them – them, them Tim G's might come in good for Man, you. Man, my April. brother was just in Vegas, too. I could have had him <laughs> place a bet. Okay, so Tiger Woods' last major victory was in 2013, correct? Yes. Okay, so shouts out to the power of technology. Yes. Icons we said goodbye to in the year 2013. Nelson Mandela. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Paul Walker from Fast and Furious mm-hmm. passed away. Man, that's 13. Wow. Yeah, man. Uh shoot that asshole george zimmerman was on trial mm-hmm. uh Damn, that was 13 that's crazy. yeah <laughs> uh remember uh what's dude name matt Taio from mm-hmm. notre dame that's when he got catfish that's when yeah. catfish became like <laughs> huge a lot has happened in, in, in uh going on five years man. yeah man tiger uh, candy crush came out <laughs> They, Man. Was, they were showing the stat. Tiger has 79 PGA Tour wins. They were showing the stat. This tournament is this is his tournament. He's the host of this tournament. And they bring basically their goal every year is to bring the top 18 players. But they uh they got like the top, I think, eleven. And then they had some people like past winners, uh, some people that got sponsor exemptions. Mm-hmm. But this field is a very light field. It's 18 people. Most golf tournaments, you'll have the bulk of it to be 144 people, 150 people, and then the cut. After the first two days, you might have 70 golfers left. So that's a normal weekend. This is an 18-man field. There's no cut. You just play four days. So, to, But you're playing against pretty much, we'll just be generous, say the top 25 in the world. You know, mm-hmm. here, Give or take a few numbers, the top guys in the world come to this tournament. And for Tiger to be with 79 wins, the other 17 guys collectively have like 60. So like it just shows you the power. Like Tiger will never go. He ain't gonna be, get the flowers before he die. He ain't gonna get them. He ain't gonna get the accolades of like what he did to golf. He made he made golf purses. If you get first place in ninety, you know five, you might get four hundred thousand, five hundred thousand, maybe maybe three hundred thousand. Tiger added a million to that. So now you're getting one point three, one point two for so real. Tiger changed that whole world, man. And, and to see him just. Just to see him not struggling so far. He had a bad day yesterday. It was windy. You know, expect it. You ain't been playing. You just out here filling it out. But that man is a, he a beast on that golf course, man. And he brings 
he brings the whole world to golf when he's playing golf. I mean, you see the athletes tweeting. I don't know if you probably didn't watch too much golf coverage, but mm. you have Bo Jackson, you have Michael Phelps, you had MJ. I mean, you have MJ Power, you have powerful people in the world, man, that just couldn't wait to watch some golf, man. So, Tiger back. I'm trying to get home, get this uh, selection view. See if the Buckeyes get in. Yes, sir. Then I got to get on this here golf and get a see what Tiger going to do. Uh, Bengals and Pittsburgh play Monday. So yes, I, sir. So I get, A-B. Yeah, so I get to I get to uh, chill out today. Uh, I'll razzle-dazzle you and smoke tomorrow with my memes. <laughs> and uh, we're going we gonna to have a good week, man. Yeah, man. Actually, I'm going to, uh, after we find out if the Buckeyes make it or make don't make it, I'm going to finally go see Thor. Okay. Finally. I've seen it. You did? I, that's me and, the, me and the white anniversary. Uh, oh, that's right. That's right. We went to the dinner the dinner movie spot. Fuck. Yeah, man. It's it a good movie. Check it out. <laughs> Check it out. I know it's bad. If you see, matter of <laughs> fact, you seen it and Ryan Drake seen it. Two dudes with three kids and seen it before I seen it. So <laughs> right. there's a major problem going on. So I'm going to see that today. Yeah. And then on Wednesday, I'm going to go see Justice League. And then I'll be caught up with all my movies until Star Wars comes out on the 15th. See, the, the wife is so heavy into those, man. Like, she's... She's like, she's still watching the Black Panther trailers. She's getting hyped for see, all these stuff. See, that's what I don't do. I don't watch trailers. Yeah. Like, that's how serious I am about movies. Like, <laughs> it's for movies like the, the Avengers and all that type of stuff. I don't watch trailers because I literally want to be surprised by every scene in the movie. Like, yeah. I've been a movie head for so long that... When I watch trailers, I'm piecing it together. Like, okay, that should go there. That should go there. That reminds me of the scene from this comic book. So that's probably still going to happen. So yeah, I was yeah. like, you know what? Don't watch the trailer, dude. I watch trailers after I watch the movie. Yeah. No no spoiler, but this is funny. Uh, dinner, we're doing the, watching the movie. Mm-hmm. And the movie get ready to wrap up. And I start to gather things. <laughs> and she, she passed the chest like, sit back. Yeah. I'm like, back, relax. I'm like, I'm like, oh, it's one of those. Yeah. And How I'm, many? How many? They got one or two after post credit scenes. Two. Okay. Well, I'm, that's all I need to so know. So they, uh, I'll be there. The uh, we're sitting there and like, I, 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 she did that. I look over and no one's moving. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I'm about to be that guy. The here. rookie. Yeah, I'm about to be that guy in here. So, so it's definitely. Uh, I'm, I'm starting to get into them. You know, like. The thing that keeps me is the comedy. The, mm-hmm. the comedy in these movies that I've seen so far have been great. So you're going to enjoy it. It's a good movie. I'm there. Good movie. I'm there. And hopefully yeah. the Buckeyes are also there. Yeah. There it is. You can't make this up. Podcast episode 84. You know what else is 84? What? Antonio Brown. Yeah. Going to kick y'all ass tomorrow uh, if he plays. I heard he's like, that don't look like a turf. Dog. I think Hush Mazzotta was 84. <laughs> <laughs> Cam Nash. DJ Killer Cam. We out. Peace.